you can have a fucking boat if you are that successful. But if you own a yacht, I would hope you've given five to ten times the equivalent to charity. Because your six weeks a year on that four weeks a year on that yacht, is that more important for you? Or would helping 10,000 families make you a better human? Hello and a warm collisions YYC. Welcome. My name is Tyler Chisholm and I'm excited as I always am to have Mr. Brent Marshall on the show today. How you doing, Brent? I am always outstanding, sir. No oh man, so good, so good to have you on the show. You and I met. Uh, I always love the uh, how, how did we met? Actually, I was doing my best, um, maybe my best, my first imitation as being an auctioneer at a non for profit event for International Justice Mission on this epically beautiful night in Kelowna at Mission Hill Winery, and I was auctioning off a painting. And my man Brent is in the audience playing it really coy, He's not participating. And all of a sudden, you came in and you were the winning bid. I think we uh, raised twenty five thousand dollars, and we ended up raising fifty off that off that little miniature auction. But you were the lead man on that who kind of won the auction um your reputation of giving and purpose and being you know using your businesses as leverages to give back was a reputation that did precede you so i knew who you were before i met you we interacted that way and kind of got to know you since so it's my honor to kind of have you on the show and elevate and tell your story around you know i think what is your mission but i'm putting words in your mouth at this point so i'll turn it over to you <laughs> yeah what an, what an amazing way to meet uh, it was so a lot many, of fun man for sure it's memorable oh the best of all worlds, and this is an example of stuff we talk about all the time, is that effort, the putting in the extra effort. Uh, it wasn't ideal that evening for me to get away, but I was invited by some, some close friends. I didn't even know what the function was about. And then <laughs> nice, yeah. look at how putting in, I talk, I'll talk in a minute about putting in the extra effort because you get one life, right? And I've, I've lived seven of them, I think. Um, but yeah, you get this amazing chance to put in extra effort. So I put in the extra effort to be there um, at that event because of what people did like yourself stepping up out of your comfort zone got to meet like Dean Brody, Ken Holland from the Oilers. I'd never met um, people like this that all kind of are giving or step you know, out of their comfort zone. And it turns around. I was mo- so moved. I'm at a, I don't even know what, what IGM was about. So I'm excited to fall into that world. Um, and then during that, I was so moved by, by Dean's heartfelt story, by you, the job you folks did, and everybody is, here I am, yeah, bidding and bidding until I give away 25 grand uh, for a painting, by the way. Beautiful. Dean Brody's a nice guy, but I really don't need that in my living room. So we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> No, it was the, it was the meeting again. behind it. I do appreciate the audience. It was the meeting, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah of course. People 100%. always laugh at these auctions. You know, when you buy a, a trip with WestJet around the world at an auction, you're like, well, look at that guy. He's going to use it anyways. I... I, I really like Dean, but not that way. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> I'll be sure to forward this episode to him so we can listen to at least the first five minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, wonderful way to meet and a perfect example of, of just never stopping. You get so many hours. Well, I a like day. what you said about the extra effort. It's so easy to stay in your comfort zone. Like, I don't have time for that. Or, yeah, you know, I've already done my thing or whatever the case may be. But talk to us a little bit. So the Marshall Group of Companies, you've run a series of successful companies. and We won't go into the huge because we could do a whole episode just on that. But more importantly, what I loved and when you and I chatted last time, kind of after the event, we kind of circled back and connected and you made a few statements, which I'm absolutely paraphrasing here, but it was basically like, if you're not using your business and your means and your, you know, this amazing opportunity as a business owner, and you were really kind of railing on business owners, which I love, and that's why who I'm hitting on this audience. If you're not using that to give back and to participate, and you're not identifying a portion of your profits that immediately is to go to making the lives better of the people that are less fortunate or don't have the same opportunities, it was kind of like, what the F are you doing? And, and you know, that really stuck with me. So talk to me a little bit about like that journey for you. I paraphrased the heck out of that, but I don't know. I think it was kind of close. When did that become a thing for you? 
you of like, you know, was it, has it always been that part of your, your DNA or maybe I'll let you to kind of state it in your own words when I kind of paraphrased here. Yeah, no, you hit it on the, I love to be in a position in my life. Uh, we, we spoke off, off record here, you and I, about me having the chance like others to retire repeatedly, but there are some of us that just keep going. And then there's a sense of fulfillment, and that's what I'd love to share with others. The fulfillment comes from contributing to others, because I've had a, a crazy ride of a uh, trailer park kid, 15 years old on my own. That's not a sob story. It was wonderful when you're a young guy and you've got your own place and, you know, girls can come over. Um, so it's not a, <laughs> yep. everyone's always like, the always me bullshit these days. The whiners, no, it was awesome. And But anyways, it uh, to... Yeah, crazy experience to, to almost dying at 18, then again at 25. That affected my life because when you've had a near-death experience to that extent, you realize how lucky you are to be here. Happened again just recently with my latest McLaren crash on the Coquihalla, which was amazing. Uh, I've had multiple these, and and so there's, there's two parts to it. There's the fact that um, you can have this. You, it takes something like that to make you realize how important every day is. That in combination with the fact that I went from broke at 25 to doing incredibly well to whatever one you think your dream is, which at one point for me was five homes and 14 supercars, while building a children's wing in a hospital, while doing these things. And then I realized it's the material possessions mean nothing. You can still have a lot of enjoyment. I still race cars and shit. But this purpose of, and I, I think I called it out there with a group of people standing around. I said, if you're not using your company to give something back to charity on a regular basis, you're a piece of shit. Because otherwise... I believe that was a direct you know, quote. Yeah. It. And, you know, it's, <laughs> it's harsh, but that's the slap I want to give business owners because it's only when you do that, the level of fulfillment is incredible. And that's all I can share is I was never so excited. You know, all of these cars I've owned, as an example, when your dream as a kid is to own first a Viper, and I did that, and then it was a Lamborghini and all the rest of it. Um never got the same sense of fulfillment as helping something like that night at IJM. And that was only $25,000. I've, as you know, now my companies have, have given millions of dollars and done mm-hmm. some really impactful things. They give me so much more joy than anything else in my life with the exception of my children. That's the only thing I can describe it as that sense of fulfillment. When you have these wonderful kids, you know, wonderful how proud you are, whether they're when they're a baby or they do, you know, later in life, the closest thing to that, is giving mm-hmm. back. That's cool. That's a, that's powerful and comparison. Yeah. That mm-hmm. needs to be a person's purpose. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to go back and retro's getting retro's getting to be a thing. So I'm going to mention Tony Robbins and, and a lot of any young listener will be like, "Who is that guy again?" Is that was that? Oh, he's VHS still fo- he's still phoning around out there. But when you and I listened to him from the was personal he? power days, is very different than what he's doing now. Like I uh, yeah. I had that box set. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of weird shit. There's some take, but my takeaway was your six basic human needs, and the one that hit me right in the heart was contribution. Because from a mm. young age, I. I would I would get excitement from certain things. I was I've been able to do all my bucket list shit, right? So you kind of name it. I've done it, and all of those are great. They're fun. Nothing gives you the same fulfillment as when you're helping others, like these kids with IJM, the children's way, Mamas for Mamas, helping single parents. I can go on and on. Like I have all these charities I support, right? Um, every time I write a check or I go see the impact. It fills you inside more than anything else can. I'm telling you, there is nothing else that can fulfill you like that. Even as a young guy with a dream, uh, if I could ever, first it was if I could ever, you know, get enough money to retire. A million dollars was my thought back then. (laughs) If I get a million bucks and then you you realize that means nothing. That's zero fulfillment. Even if you could, if you 
anyway, so I, I, I would get on a rant. But uh, and the other one is everybody, everyone can give. Jesus, I get offended if a guy like me can run multiple companies and find time to make these functions and my kids sports and go, you know, go help tomorrow at where you just name it. I can find time. If there's one thing I like to, to try to wake people up, I would always say to my crew, and at one time I had a thousand employees in Northern BC, all various walks, 18 companies. And all I could share was every time I'd meet with them, all of us have the one thing in common, which is time. Most of you sleep eight hours a night. At that point, I did not. I slept four because I appreciate every minute of my life. And I did that for seven years. I was on a schedule. I'd go to bed at midnight, get up at 4 a.m. That's how I was able to do what I did. But I said, as I get older, I realize time as, it, as it's dwindling. Most of you waste eight hours a night sleeping. Now, doctors will disagree with me and say, I think you probably really <laughs> need enough, sex. It's, it's your philosophy at this point, Brand, so we're My good. Yeah, no, I got but it. hey, it's working for me, man. I've lived these seven <laughs> lives. Um, is uh, Yeah, most of you sleep eight hours a day. A bunch of people work have to work eight hours a day at a job, which a lot of them fucking hate. So what kind of life is that? Then you have eight hours left. And what are you going to do with that eight hours? You know? I, I know so many guys that, that basically come home, bitch about their work, sit on the couch, eating fucking Cheetos, drinking a beer, you know, doing nothing for society, thinking they, because they just worked, they did something. And then there's a guy like me, there's no, there's no wasted minutes in my day, you know, and that's hence the, everyone asks me always the same response. How are you? I'm fucking outstanding because I wake up happy as shit because I have crazy purpose, right? And there's so many people that don't realize they don't have purpose. Like, if you don't love your job, then you don't have purpose there. And if you're not coming home from that job and donating your time or whatever you can donate, helping anyone, you know, you're just, what the fuck are you doing? You're just <laughs> putting mail, in time. You're, mail, you know? you're, mail, you're mailing it in. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, I get really blunt about it, but because I just kind of want to give people the wake up call of the fulfillment if I go help kids this weekend. Uh, at this, you know, great at Save on Food, say, collecting food, at the end of that, I mean, sure, all of us would rather watch a hockey game for three hours, but me helping them for three hours and I help 100 families over Christmas, I can fucking feel good that night. Watching the hockey game, do that once in a while, while drinking a beer, I haven't done anything for society, I've done something for my fucking self, probably drank some beer and I feel like shit in the morning, you know, wife's <laughs> pissed off, I haven't done any laundry, not that I have a wife, but I'm saying... <laughs> People need that wake-up call. So there's that level. And then back to what we talked about at IJM, if I get on stage, I say to people, if you are a business owner, take it from me who's been there, net profit, more houses, more expansion, supercars and yachts will not give you fulfillment. If anything, it actually make you feel like a shallow piece of shit because and I, I was lucky enough to be there. Not with yachts, mind you. I got a beautiful boat. But And again, I'm not a dick. You can have a fucking boat if you are that successful. But if you own a yacht, I would hope you've given five to ten times the equivalent to charity. Because your six weeks a year on that four weeks a year on that yacht, is that more important for you? Or would helping 10,000 families make you a better human? Hmm. So let that resonate for a second, if you're ever. Yeah, yeah. Well, let, like, let, you know? let that let that sit. Would you say that you know, obviously, the lip service that purpose is getting played now in our society has gone up. Which I'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing. There's certainly it's it's a trendy thing to talk about. You deal with business owners all the time. Are you seeing that shift, or is it sometimes? Oh, yeah, no, we have purpose. We gave over here. We did a little bit. Like, are you seeing it actually shifting where it's resonating at a true close to the heart level versus 
sometimes just a PR campaign. I'm, I'm being a bit, I'm being a bit cynical for the sake of the conversation, but you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, you are. I love it. That's controversial, but it's true. You know what I say to guys and I love it is no, no, show me a, cause I get to buy and sell companies on a regular basis. So I get to see financial statements and you know how sick it makes me when I see charitable contributions, mm-hmm. company does a million in business, charitable contributions last year, $4,000. Net profit, 150. You know, uh, wife, uh, husband, spouse, kid are getting paid 250 thousand dollars each. Yeah, it's a lot of shit. There's probably three percent, and this is what I say. And there are a few of them. I'm going to call out a couple. You know, whether it be like I'll use my close friend Matt August. Um, you know, that family and the money they're putting up checks that you fucking see every year. Uh, Lane Martin from Pure Air, little company here in town, keeps growing 1%, but they insist on 1% of their net profit. Um, my, my helicopter company, Tempest Aviation, when it came time for the local hospital or RMH and my partner, Steve got behind it, it's, we're going to write a check for $300,000. That's facts. Don't tell me your company that you give fuck off. Show me the money either in a commitment of a check every year and not just sporadically. And that's why I say to every owner, the easiest thing to do is pick a percentage. And that's why almost all of my companies you will see just donate. You commit two ways. So I have in my hand one of the cans of my from the beer company, the hydrogen water, right? Right on the top, fucking full-on commitment, 10 cents from every can to charity, right? Um, my car dealership, $100 from every car sold. And then you would see a check every month. Anyone could walk in and say, how many cars you sell last month, Brent? 285, and here's a check for 28,500 to local charity. That's truly giving back, like committing. Don't tell me you give back because you gave three grand to this charity and five grand. No, give a check every month or at the end of every year. I do appreciate it. So for me, like 1% of net profits, like if someone was going to just listen right now, I'm like, okay, all right, I get it. What's, what's the, you know, we, people, we love formulas, right? Oh, how much did I spend on my marketing? How much did I spend on my rent? And like, what's my percentages? 1% of net, is that your, is that your starting point? Oh yeah. No, that's the basic, uh, yeah, either yeah. 5%. I like doing the performance based, attaching it to something, meaning mm-hmm. it was very easy for me to do. Can you believe that a weird, a crazy dream to build a children's wing on the Prince George Hospital, which is kind of like my hometown, that started at committing. Um, I knew it was going to be millions of dollars. It started by committing the first, just saying, I'm going to give $100 per car until the goal is hit. That could have been 10 years. And, um, you know, you think what everyone says, oh, I had lots of people. Well, but still, he's making a lot of money. Yeah, I still made lots of fucking money. I drove a Lamborghini man. But every month, I was one of the only business owners you'll ever meet in the country that wrote a check for twenty five to 30000 monthly. To just that was from one of my companies, right? So if you can assign it to, it might seem small. Geez, it's incredible how that grows. Well, it's and almost it was, like it's just compound interest, almost at its best, right? Yes, <laughs> it just builds on itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, you know, I can think of several here. I'm looking for my friggin' you know, business card, but the different like, and then you can get once you're successful. If you have enough shit, you feel comfortable, right? Um, then you can get crazy like my commercial real estate giving 50 because we get overpaid in this industry. That won't be popular. Well, I love like on, if you're coming towards the West Side Bridge, you've got a billboard right on the corner that I saw the night after the event because then I knew who you were. I'm like, oh, this guy literally has a billboard that says I give 50% of my commissions like that from a, also from a like a like as a marketer. What a fantastic thing to put out to the world. And there was no like it wasn't ambiguous in any way whatsoever. It was a pretty straightforward <laughs> billboard. <laughs> oh, hang, I hang my dick out there on all of them. Ten cents a can. I don't even know if my brewery, right, plug for the highest uh, 
highest elevation brewery in Canada, all this bullshit or the hydrogen water. I don't even know if those companies are making money. Like meaning I know I put a shitload of money into them, millions of dollars in those pricks won't make money for a long time, but I gave 35,000 to charity this summer. Uh, I know I give 10 cents a can. So, and it's on all my labeling and branding. It's on my websites. I'm committing to giving the money before I even know if I'm going to make money. And if I don't make any money with the thing, but I've done a great thing for society, I can fucking die tomorrow happy because I didn't need another car, man. I don't need a bigger house. And I can laugh because I, at one point, got as stupid as having a 12,000 square foot house. And then, you know how stupid that is? And now I live in a little fucking condo downtown Vancouver or downtown Kelowna. I stay downtown Vancouver in these tiny little places because that's all I need, man simplified my life learn from these guys i love them you look up i look up to elon musk right whether liked or not steve jobs i look up to you'll notice i'm just as fucking weird when you open my closet i have 20 black shirts because i don't want to waste a minute of <laughs> you, got my the, day. you got the you got the einstein model going on yeah yeah totally. well it just doesn't i don't have time for it doesn't matter to me anymore but that's just me like for some fashions everything but for me the other one i'll tell you which i always pick on anyone listening to this podcast if you walk around with a two three hundred thousand dollar watch but you're not giving x amount per year to society same you're going to die a shallow fucking person because no one gives a fuck about your watch when you die man nope if anything they'll say that watch that's now well who knows i don't know the watch industry but anyway sorry, yeah, fair, very fair, yeah, fair, yeah fair, fair, fair enough i get your point about about the balance from the perspective of like it definitely seems like it's getting more airtime, but from a business perspective, like I'm not hearing a lot of people come out of their MBA with doing a class on charitable giving, you know, and that's maybe a weird <laughs> way to, to position it. But it's interesting of like, does it require something in your life to kind of hit you in the face often to get you to, you know, and I'll be blunt, I'm following your theme here to wake up to the fact of like, man, you're ch- you're chasing the hollow, like it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's chasing false gods, right? The more stuff gods, the more stuff gods will fuck you over every time. <laughs> that is brilliant. And that's why I love to share like, and why, as you can see, I get so passionate because I was the kid that had zero that wanted that shit that got it and realized it gives you no fulfillment and then i'm like holy fuck i've wasted all this time and now and don't get me wrong like it's still cool to have my mclaren i love mclarens right i've had like seven motherfuckers they're brilliant but there's a plug for mclaren because they're fucking wonderful and i get to say it because i've had a shitload of lamborghinis and ferraris other cars is they're simple they do i have one and i feel like a douche sometimes driving it right (laughs) but at the same time i look in society i people are gonna look at you and say look at that douchebag but what I like is what they don't know is, yeah, but I drive that car. I, I could have, you know, I could have a fucking stable of cars. No, no disrespect if a guy has that, but also gives a lot of money. But no, I, that's I the criteria is the giving. And we're not saying you can't uh, yeah. have stuff, but, uh, w- yeah. but what do you, what are you doing to balance all that out? That's to what balance it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. gives you a balance where I'm happy. Like that car puts such a smile on my face and I feel that's the reward to me for working. Like I told you my day yesterday when it started, mm-hmm. when it stopped last night at 1 a.m this morning um that's my reward for working my bag off but i don't need 14 of them and i sure as fuck don't need a yacht or three um you know there's little because there's 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 a point it becomes what do you what 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 are we chasing here fulfillment which you never it's like that soccer ball you never catch because you just keep kicking it down the road every time you buy the new the the new thing right and i've seen your cars on social media always deckled out you're always doing some type of fundraiser with them like you're also leveraging them into which i love that be like oh he's got the car yeah but you're using it to create like kind of the dream um that event you do every year that i've seen you on social media doing and like, like i said there's a way to still have the things and i what i'm not what i'm not hearing is like oh 
never have things. No, no, no. Just make sure you're keeping it all in check. <laughs> in check. Um, yeah, yeah. Look, I'm sorry. I just made me think of a perfect example. Using those supercars that are all my cars are deckled up for charities. And then I bluntly sell time in them to executives at bigger companies to get to do our dream rally, say, to, to go for a drive with a kid. And you do a wonderful thing with a car. Well, I've thrown that out there to people, and the best example I've seen is this business philosophy. So when I help Inland Kenworth, uh, Case Construction, the rest of it, with their marketing, I said, I'll do all these things for you folks for free. I normally charge a fortune, but I'd like you to come up with a charitable giving program like I've shown repeatedly works. And they did, and it's been amazing. So they give $250 for every piece of case construction equipment sold. They already exceeded 300 between that and just their outright giving. Can you believe we just started this random program a couple of years ago? They're over 300,000 and they were so moved. So you'll wonder, people wonder why my car is running around with inland Kenworth or inland, sorry, case construction. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've actually, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. No, I've got I, two I, of them I, running around. Everyone always asks me, like, because like, inland's a wonderful company and case construction and they're giving now they've committed to a million dollars to Ronald McDonald House and Dream Rally and KGH. So I, so I drive around a McLaren that has their decals all over it because it's going to be in every event I can have to bring awareness to this inland charity drive. But there's an example of a big corporation stepping up, doing something different and throwing it out there. They, I don't know, um, I can't think of it right now, Tyler, what's the phrase, but it is out in the universe. You can't take it back. When you send me to give this yeah, much. To, to, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you, once you let it, you release it to the world. Yeah, absolutely. They released yeah, right it. And, and but it's so they, interesting, that yeah. the concept of thinking of a big piece of construction equipment in case, you know, picturing that, what's 250 bucks? It's nothing. Right. But it's plus one, plus two, plus three, plus... <laughs> It's the, you know, I want to, I want you to pay me in grains of rice, but I wanted you to double it every day. No problem. Boom. Like a month later, you've got such a mountain of rice, that old parable or, or whatever. But you yeah. think about that cumulative effect of, I love it. Like, of course, who can't get buying 250 bucks, but times what over a period of time. And next thing you're at half, you're in a million. And I do so like they, the formula of that because it doesn't seem it's still bite-sized, right? Nobody can't get their head around that. <laughs> That's why I say every company can do this and I'll happily help anyone that wants to because that cumulative effect and what's wonderful is so so inland and case construction, they've focused right now on like Dream Rally, which is Okanagan Dream Rally supports the KK Kelowna General Hospital mm-hmm. and Ron McDonald House. So Kelowna and Vancouver and the whole province, to be honest, and the Yukon. That's one company giving hundreds of thousands to that charity all i and in modern pure air uh example that company is giving money it's going towards say this uh, accessible playground julia's playground if am i you know if i, I pick anyone like uh geez you could pick anyone uh ijm i've decided with my tradesman beer coming out that oh nice all okay, the money cool. from that is gonna go just to ijm and now a message from one of our valued partners Today's show is brought to you in partnership with International Justice Mission. Thank you to Philip Calvert and his team for the incredible work they do to bring awareness to the global problem of modern-day slavery. I'm proud to share with my audience that I have formalized my relationship with IGMs for becoming one of their Canadian ambassadors. Why? Because I believe we can end slavery in our lifetime, and I want to use my platform to be part of that mission. For many of you, hearing that statement may be a rallying cry. For the rest, it may be a moment of, wait, what? Slavery? Is that even a thing? For me, up to 12 to 18 months ago, it was the second. I did not even understand the problem or that it existed at the scale that it does. Currently, there are over 40 million people affected by modern-day slavery. 
40 million people. After a chance meeting with Philip Calvert, National Director of Development for IGM Canada, my eyes were open to the reality that poor people face the world over, a reality of violence that stops them from ever moving forward in their life. At first, this made me uncomfortable. Then it made me downright mad. But then it gave me hope. It is support of groups like IGM that will allow us to reach the goal of ending slavery in our lifetime and give hope to people who may have none. I know this can be an uncomfortable conversation, and that is okay. That's why we're going to go on this journey together. Stay tuned as we host guests from IGM who will help educate us as well as upcoming events that where we can meet the amazing people that make the work they do a reality. Please join me in supporting this incredible organization by visiting and donating to their cause at www.igm.ca. We will only succeed in any slavery in our lifetime if we work together to make a difference. Thank you for listening. And now back to today's good old fashioned chat. Is what I'm saying is every company, you don't have to do them all. In fact, I suggest you pick a focus and make a difference and give that money not, to. Not spread it out too wide without having, like, being able to deliver impact. I do appreciate that. Yeah. Spreading that dollar around a bit too much, although positive doesn't get the same big bang. <laughs> so imagine a society where every, and I'm, uh, you're going to say I'm coming for them, you know, so case led the way, case construction. Now my friends at Finning, my friends at Wayjax, John Deere, I'm going after them now saying, okay, guys, case construction, inland, they stepped up huge and they're making a difference to society. Uh, that to me, uh, consumers will follow that. I will tell you, I love the new, new age of buyers, consumers, um, is they do follow their hearts somewhat. Mm-hmm. More, more than they ever had before for sure mm-hmm. yeah so i'll give you a beautiful example of this uh wonderful people locally team construction do a lot of work with my construction company v2r and when they heard what i was doing they just offered to help they're wonderful humans and we were at lunch and they overheard me finish a conversation with case construction and, and literally could what was that about i said oh case gives money for every skid steer they sell every little bulldozer or whatever uh and literally, Chad and Chuck said, really? They give money? Like, And I said, well, yeah, you guys have some of that equipment, don't you? Yeah. What is, your, what is your relationship like? What does your provider do? What is your supplier? And they said, I don't think anything. I said, so why wouldn't you buy a case? And they immediately did. Within two weeks, it's on Supply Post magazine. They went out. That goes to show. That's And, and honestly, that's how I became the largest car dealer in Canada, largest truck dealer for different brands, is because I gave back so anyone can go buy a dodge ford chev toyota whatever but if the local guy is giving millions to charity a truck's a truck let's be brutally honest the new ford i have them all the new ford the new dodge new chev whatever are all great but if the local guy is giving a million bucks to charity every year helping locals i kind of think i want to support that guy right what's the other guy doing oh i heard he built a massively big house and he's gone to arizona and i'm calling some guys out here i don't want to be rude but (laughs) what is that guy doing well he's just building bigger and more shit have you seen his new yacht right yeah yeah that's doesn't quite inspire a purchase decision you're right in in a world where a lot of time it becomes a commodity and not you know car cars are great you might like one brand or the other brand, but ultimately you need a truck to do truck things whether it's one of the brands or the other but the TSN turning point is like, well, yeah, but that guy built a wing in the hospital. Like, you know, it's it's so simple, like back to marketing. It's not like this isn't, but what's the complex is the balls to do it and the consistency to do it, right? And then what I want to show people, it's not intended to be self-serving. It just inherently happens. It's like that. I'm going to quote Robbins here. You're a direct reflection of the expectation of your peer group. 
right? So you get people, these like-minded people, people are good humans, want to deal with other good humans. And when they do it, so my businesses, I buy businesses and I've been able to scale them incredibly because I, my focus is not ever the profit. Don't give a fuck about the money, man. I don't need more money. But if I say I can take this company from here to here and along the way, give millions to, to help those that don't have the opportunity I have right now, right, or have had, that's a, that's a purpose. That's a fulfillment level like you wouldn't believe. Um, and it's just, like I say, I just try to share with people. If you start doing that, so I, I, I'm company A. I don't even want to get into Tim Horton's smile cookies because I was behind that whole thing when that started. Um, but example is if I have the option, if any company, uh, plum, I'm going to pick something random, plumbing. If there's a local plumbing guy that is in the media every once in a while and he's only given, but he gives 10% of his earnings. So I see a billboard that a, a, ABC plumbing gives 10%. And I see in the media, he gave five grand and then he gave this five grand the following, the five grand the following year. You do realize five grand to someone like Mamas for Mamas helps, you know, two or three families through Christmas. I do appreciate level set that this doesn't mean you have to give millions, but you, the consistency and it, it, the impact of it, like of bringing it down and making it approachable for people as well. Mm. And and commit because what happens is you don't even notice it. Remember, all of us probably had, I don't know, but your parents tell you when like the forced saving, I think a wealthy barber maybe, but these forced savings, like where they tell you, oh, take your paycheck and put 10 I, I do towards. remember that. I think we've all read remember the wealthy that? barber somewhere along the way. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah like 20 that, years ago, I read that, that book. 30 so years my ago. point is you didn't notice it. When I worked at a silver mine when I was younger and they took a percentage of towards shares, I never once noticed that 4% coming off my paycheck ever. Yeah. That was probably the first indication. But yet after three, two, three years and you've like, holy shit, I got 26 grand sitting here. What, what happened? How did that happen? Yeah, yeah. So company owners, every owner, unless you're losing money or barely break even. And if you're close to break even, look at how you're running your company and always take care of your employees and their families first. But if you're making any level of profit, I don't care if you're only netting a hundred grand, you can give 10,000, right? Mm -hmm. uh, from that company. And then you take an IJM, you take mamas, you take a uh, hospice. I, I could rattle them off. Sorry, I cannot play Pacific autism. You give 10,000 a year to them and you're one player that funds a program that takes care. Like you don't realize that's one human, one company. I, I don't know the number of the staff. Well, I, think, I think IGM example, like $10,000 funds a mission to rescue children uh, that are in slavery or, you know, being trafficked or used in sexual exploitation. $10,000. Because I've chatted with them about the tangibility of like, everyone can get their head wrapped around 10 grand, but here's the impact it can actually have. And I do appreciate it. You know, when you can see the one-to-one -one, and I think charities are getting a lot better of allowing people to say, Oh, I mean, if I give this money, that's where it'll actually show up and understanding. I think we all want to be a little bit more connected to our, to our, to our giving and to our good. So, Hey, I'm, I'm curious. You listed off a lot of, there's no endless need for help out there. And like sometimes picking can be overwhelming and for yourself. And this is where you and I kind of united around was international justice mission. You all of a sudden you said, well, Hey, I've now chosen that I'm going to support IGM through my tradesman beer. And that's something I decided you must be inundated also with opportunities to support you. How do you pick? Like, how did IGM be something where you went, I like what these guys are about. I'm going to put some effort and energy behind this. Oh, I clearly bet them all. That's another one I'm really blunt about because I get hit up daily I'm quite to, sure, give money, yeah. to give money. People see what I've done over the years and the, the opportunity. You have a billboard that money. says you give money. You're going you're <laughs> to have people knocking down your door. <laughs> yeah, Let's yeah. just be clear. You have, right? You're not true. a subtle guy and I like that about you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the, that's the thing. I bet them. And I say, I want to see your books. Yeah. 
how much gets to the end user? How big is your administrative overhead? Yeah, what's, yeah, yeah. If I give you, and this is where I'm very fortunate because I'm at the position where I can do this. When I did the children's wing, I said, I'm not going to give it to some weird administrative thing and have 50. No, I'm going to give, I want to know what it's going to cost. And I'm going to write a check for these items. No money's going to administrative bullshit. And that's when you say what's really critical, pick whatever it is. And I'll use like, it can be the SPCA, man, help animals, just help something, someone, have a purpose. Um, but I'm really big on the, where does my money go? If I, and I, I do this all the time. I say these, these charities, okay, so tell, share it with me. If I give you $50,000 tomorrow, where's it going to go? And I'll tell them, oh, we have this cause right now. I'm like, no, no, the $50,000 tomorrow hits a bank account Where's it spent? And that's where I've turned down many because, well, we have a board and we like to decide, like, hey, is anyone on the board paid? Because I have a problem with that right out of the gate because you should be a good human and just be doing this anyways. Um, you know, next is what are your administrative costs? You know, do you have fancy offices? How do you travel? Yeah. <laughs> do you guys carpool or do you fly? You know, like oh, there's always random and that's my job. But if you truly and then back to this uh, six degrees, one degree separation. When I go and see something with good humans, I knew immediately when the guys from the mission group locally here, wonderful people, uh, when Jeremy, Chris, this team, John, when they invited me to the IGM dinner, which I didn't even know what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And I just thought, well, these guys are great humans who support this cause. I want to know more. And it was that uh, it's it's not the right phrase to say that transfer of trust. But I'm like, OK, people I know and like like this charity. There must be something more. And then when you meet and then Dean poured his heart out and then I got a chance to hear what the difference they were making. Now I'm on board. Now you're now you're I'm, I'm in. Right. So I think I, I think transfer of trust isn't an it's a term I've just become more comfortable uh, accustomed to hearing working with within the charitable space of like that transfer of trust being so critical. Of like I've just met this charity, but I know all you got. I know you all, and I trust you, and, I, and you're bought into this thing. That transfer of trust, I think, is a really good term to put at that. And it is, it's measurable but intangible at the same time, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's it's what I highly recommend to either younger people coming up or business owners who have yet to give to charity. What I do think is almost everybody has something in their heart, whether it's animals. With me, it's obviously children. Like also, so many of my things revolve around children. Yeah. Um, is is and don't be wrong, love animals, but pick the kids first. Um, and then you find what it is in your heart that maybe it's because, like in my family, having the having my incredible son Seth, who's autistic, right? Uh, that brought me to Pacific Autism Network and the wonderful work they're doing because it suddenly impacted my life. And now keep in mind, I've worked with special needs kids since university if not before that. So I kind of know about all the different, I, I'm, I'm apologizing right now. I don't think that's even the right phrase anymore. People with disabilities, adverse abilities, I can't keep up. You and I, I think on our last chat got into yeah. the, what is the right terminology, <laughs> so, but I do believe in people, intention and, and I know your intention yeah, is to, 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 to what you're coming at. My intention is yeah. there. Sorry. If yeah. the, but what I say is I think everybody has something, you know, that, that pulls at them to help others and just find what that mm. is. So if in your heart, it's maybe uh, like I, maybe motion balls one recently, someone reached like Special Olympics, mm-hmm. you know, that's another one. Like I have, I have 30 plus charities right now that I help, but all of them tug in my heart in one way. And I'm saying people don't have, maybe you don't have to give to 30, find something that really does it for you. And it'll give you even more purpose and more satisfaction and fulfillment when you see the impact. And that drives more of the, you want to do more, right? 
it so, is it's it's addicting for sure and uh, you know oh, i think there's an old there's a ted talk from years ago where it's you know money can't buy happiness unless you spend it on other people and they did the whole work around of like you get five yeah. bucks you spend it on yourself you spend it on someone else the incremental like if, and there was five bucks was the was the test case that they used and i think you know on a college campus one of those kind of tests and if you use that money to buy coffee for someone in line whether you knew them or not the joy that brought whether if you just spent it on yourself was exponential and it was five dollars that's what i think made that one really an impact kind of story storyline so hearing about that and it, it is addicting because it is it feels good i do appreciate thanks for your like just how you how serious you take the charities that you pick because when you put yourself out there and that's your brand as that guy i'm sure the phone rings on a regular basis mm-hmm. i'll um to that and back to everyone can give i don't care if you're going through really hard times like there's one thing that really sh- hurt me or hit me hard through covid and, and that's why i'm lucky to even have one car today i'm driving my kids five thousand dollar fiat uh, 500 because I've sold off all my shit to fulfill my obligations to charity because that's far more important than what the hell I drive, right? Yeah. Um, but as everybody can give. So even if you've had some terrible a year or two or three, like you've had terrible years, you still have time. If you can pay your bills, and you know what's really wild? What will happen in your life when you start helping others? This is what happened to me. You suddenly are hanging around with other like-minded people. And those like-minded people are good humans, and those like-minded humans will want to help you. And I've met some of the most incredible people in my life through helping others, putting in the time. So like I say, get off the couch and go fucking help. Shovel old people's driveways. Go do something, and good things will happen. You, I would never have met you if I had not shown up at a charity event that in all honesty, I did not have time for in my life, but I'm like, I'm going to make time because good friends want me to be there. And now it's changed my life. And I'm surrounded by more amazing. Like I've got so many amazing people in my life because I put in fucking effort, but you'll never catch me watching TV or sitting like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's so funny because yeah, I, know, I know Jeremy and Chris and I reached out to Chris and said, hey, I'm going to be involved in this event. Who do you think? You got anybody that you'd love to have? There's, oh, this guy Brand is awesome. And Chris is my best friend for 20 years. So I knew him and then he was spoke highly of you. And that's the one degree right there. hundred percent. Like we, we lived in here. We are sitting today having a chat. And I know there's some upcoming events that we're probably going to both find ourselves at based on the simple fact of shared values, common, you know, surrounding around that common place of giving. You're right. And you meet some other good humans. I love the, I love just that statement good humans use that more often i can i'm gonna ask this because it's ridiculously obvious but it seems like such a the the the, everyone's struggling to get talent these days hiring recruiting trying to differentiate when you're leading with purpose i can only assume this has benefited you across the board if we get back to checking our mba boxes like what's our recruiting strategy and what's our hr and retention strategy i'm assuming this has underpinned all of your businesses probably i'm just stating the obvious at this point (laughs) it's it's enabled me in everyone back yeah, to totally. <laughs> and like-minded people, they also want to have a purpose. So let's take my construction company, which I started when I moved to Kelowna because I wasn't happy with what I was currently seeing. I needed work done for stuff. Wasn't happy. So I grabbed a great human who's now one of my partners in this business and another great guy from up north that are giving people. And we formed a company. We've grown into this amazing company because the young guys come to work and they see that we give a fuck about everything, not just the quality of work, but I'm going to pay them as much or more than anywhere. But they also get to be around people that give 
and, and more fun. We drive supercars and we give and we loan our fucking cars with people and they get to meet these amazing people and we, and we give them free beer. I mean, it's all, uh, you know, <laughs> it, sounds, it, it sounds, it sounds appealing. I was doing a, I was doing a brand purpose workshop with the team yesterday and they came up with the gas factor, the give a shit factor. I loved it as an acronym. They're like, we have a, we have a high give a shit factor. And then somebody just wrote gas on the board and they're like, Oh, we're going to get t-shirts made. Like what's, what's your gas on this? I just loved it. Like the give a fuck factor, like you said, but I, I'm in marketing. I love a good acronym. I love turning it into a t-shirt. Like, can we put this on a, can we put this on a, on a, on a, on a, bu- on a bumper sticker, but it makes a huge difference. And I watched that room of people, like there was you know, 25 year olds in the room and 40 year olds in the room. And all of a sudden they're all like, Oh, give a shit factor. Like everybody just lit up. Like those things are kind of intrinsic and universal around humans, <laughs> good or bad or indifferent. The give a shit factor is a real, a real, real thing. It's a real phenomenon. You can measure it. It's very real. Mm-hmm. What's so real to that. Do you know how many people I've surrounded myself, like I've surrounded myself with that are good young people that I've hired because, and they have, they have, they have zero skill in that industry. So say I hired them into my car dealership, but I can train that, you know, you can't train someone to be a good person. You can't train pretty hard to train work ethic, but if you just mean well, and you do want to help others say, or you do want to work hard, I can make you a fucking amazing. You can learn all the other, all the things, all the things are skills. Yeah, absolutely. So, So I've brought all these great young people into my group of companies and they've excelled like you wouldn't fucking believe. Like we're talking, these guys are all running their own companies now, multimillionaires, but they're also all good humans. They ended up there only because they were attracted to the, the jerk. Like came to me and said, I want to be, I hate to say for like, I like to be like you. I was like, here's what you need to do. So don't tell me on Saturday when we're out doing something for charity, I'm doing this fucking YMCA bike run that Adria convinced me to do, you know, with Tom Budd, you know, another guy. And I'm out there doing that. Like, I would way rather have been fucking hanging out at the pool that day. I would have way rather taken 10 minutes to sit and what? No, I put in the effort. And there I show up. There's the guys from Mission Group. There's more people. Like, there's this group. And I meet more wonderful humans that lead to more. Like, so it's, Yeah. Yeah, the shortest. It, 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 it is. It is. A, give, it is a, give a, it is a fuck first. or give a shit. Sorry, it's gas. But get, get, <laughs> and the other one should be get off the fucking couch, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. The only, nothing good. Com- nothing good comes of that. No, I, 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 I completely agree. Brent, man, I love your passion. You know, you and I can keep circling around this thing, but there's a core theme of like get off your ass, participate, put in the extra effort, and I like what you said. Like two hundred fifty dollars times whatever the case may be, like, don't set this in a way that feels insurmountable, but then set some goals. I heard you say that loud and clear too. And these are, these are universal truths that apply in so many places, but our goal is a million bucks, but we're going to do it for $150 at a time. And that's relevant. And like you said, maybe this take us 10 years, maybe it'll take us five years, but when you've got that purpose behind it, it'll probably take you less time than you, than you think to all of a sudden have a major impact. Oh God, that children's wing when I threw it out there. And funny enough is I invited other car dealers in the area to help because I thought if we all do this, and maybe they weren't at the level I like. Maybe it was fifty dollars a car instead of a hundred. But I said if we all get behind this, we could probably do it in three years. They were all old school. None of them wanted to do it. They were like, oh, "What difference?" They also didn't want to partner up, which is fucking crazy in this day. Oh, uh, that's a scarcity versus abundance mindset. Yes. That's an old, yeah, yeah. That's a risk of mine. That, that's so not I, that never. They never win with that. You just end up win. with your little tiny sandbox. And no yeah. one else wants to come and play in it. <laughs> so speak. Yeah. So I end up doing my own thing. And even myself, when I said to my partners at the time, I'm like, Christ, at a hundred bucks a car, and this is a million, this, this might be a 10 year goal. 
three years later, 3.5 years later, we had given millions, it was done. And I was like, holy shit, if you would have asked me if it was even possible, but it started with that commitment. And the other one I just want to be clear is I never, I don't call out humans trying to like people trying to get through day to day life. If you work for somebody like there's all these people right now, inflation, they're just struggling to get by. I'm not asking them to give. $200 a month or even 50. I'm calling on the upper echelon of business owners. They can make a fucking choice. They can cut other expenses. I I just looked at a company that was pissing away some money on some bullshit expense. And I said, that's $6,800 a year you give to pay for a hockey rink board because of your fucking ego. That could be going to charity every year. Because <laughs> that's marketing that does fuck all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It literally does nothing. I know, totally. Yeah, look at some of these things and give that yeah. to charity. So <laughs> be very clear when I get the chance to speak, and it's not always popular with business owners, there can be a lot of arrogance there, is I just say, listen, you are the one, you're the top right now. I even using that percentage, but of, yep, of wage earners. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? We're talking about the people that are very fortunate right now to own a company. And if your company's profitable, and making enough money that you're not worried about, you know, again, shutting down, you can give something. I and I like what you said, take care of your staff, percent. take care of like, start with your, your primary circle of influence. If you're, if you're stepping over your people to do this, that's not the right strategy either. Cause then you won't have people, but including them in the mix. And you're right. There's a majority of business owners. If you're running a functional business, if you're not, then you should probably look at other things of why your business isn't working, but take care of your staff, take care of your media community. And you absolutely, we can all have impact pretty easily actually. <laughs> Yeah. When I, when I did yeah. my business brokering license again in my spare time, right? Like I have extra time to, but I did it because I, I wasn't happy with who I was dealing with, with people. I'm, is, sen- I'm sensing a theme, Brent. Well, <laughs> I don't like this construction. I'm starting a construction company. Have you started? I'm surprised uh, you have started your own car. Well, you didn't have to start your own car company because you, you said McLaren's doing it right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have any, <laughs> um, oh shit. I've lost my train of thought, but you're sorry. Uh, I, I, I derailed <laughs> you. <laughs> sorry. <man. laughs> no, no. Oh, crap. Anyways, sorry. I uh, We were just talking about the whole people having that ability uh, to choosing to give. It's uh, shit. Yeah, I just don't want to repeat myself. I was trying to give you an no, example. No, I think, that, Brent, but, I think at the point, I think I think if anybody's listening still after 41 minutes in, we've, yeah. you have made your point clear, my friend. I love your passion. I love being able to share your story. And, you know, I have a lot of conversations with people on purpose and, and your why and all that. And when I met you, I was like, oh, man, this guy is hanging it out there from a why and purpose driven perspective. So I want to give that some airtime, man. I love it. I love having people on the show to tell the stories. And if somebody walks away from this call and goes, huh. I'm going to take a look at what I'm doing. I'm going to think of things differently than it. You know what I mean? That was, that's the objective of a piece of content like this is get people thinking and leading by example. Isn't the best way. It's the only way. And a little bit, as I've getting to know you, you do that in spades, my friend. So high five for that. That's why I want, that's why I was excited to have you on the show. Oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate you even inviting me. And again, probably a life changer meeting your crew, your team at that event. Cause now we are planning two more events. You're aware of the one in March, I believe. I am. Yes, I am. Yep. I am. And we've got something really big planned now for summer for IJM that a group of, again, funny is, is a lot of like-minded, but very busy and wonderful humans are putting in personal time to pull off an event that can hopefully be huge and annual this summer and will continue to help others. 
Well, I look. For, I, I will. I will be there. That's it. That's yeah. that's it, that's, it, that's it done for sure. Yeah, I know. I got to chat with some of my uh, my. I got to chat with some of my IGM friends later today, and uh, <laughs> so like, what's happening in March? What dates? I want to get that locked to my calendar. And absolutely, like minded people, and uh, I look forward to it because not only we're going to do some good things, but we're going to have a lot of fun at the same time. Like, so I'm going to be selfish a little bit. Like, it is a lot of fun to hang out with people that are really wanting to make change and want to flip the apple cart over. Like, I I, I like hanging out with those type of people. <laughs> were Were you at? And it just gets better and better every year. I don't recall. Were you at? the uh after party for uh okanagan dream rally i wasn't no i had to fly i flew oh. out to montreal the next day so no i should have i mi- i should have hung out for a couple days longer and i didn't so no i missed it mm. you want to talk about next year you have my, if you want to surround yourself with a couple hundred two three hundred like-minded people uh and artists and celebrities and the rest of it, just good business business owners to think that that went from raising two three hundred thousand to four hundred thousand to eight hundred thousand to one point seven million in a day to help others, you have not seen the joy and fun we have at during that. It's the best day of the year for me. That day, though, it's everything from the exciting day with the car and the kids. But that after party that Dallas Smith put on and Dean, all these people that were there, that party is the most enjoyment you can have of wonderful people who just gave a shitload of money to others and are surrounded who are, who are coming off the high of giving, right? <laughs> like oh, the high of giving. Dopamine bizarre. and the serotonin yes. coming out of your ears because you're in such a good mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like I say, you didn't have that, to be there giving 10, 20, 50, 100,000. If you were there and even at the silent part of it, if you bought something for $500, you were, you, part, you were of, part of it. Uh, part of it. You gave what you could. That's all that we ever ask. Give something. And if it's not money, give your time. I will, be, I, I will be, well, no, and I think that's a really good point. Even what iGEM's doing with their venture council and bringing people in, they're like, hey, maybe our company isn't, but hey, we're connected. We know people. We can introduce you. Like, there's so many ways to do it. It doesn't, like, I don't want to oversimplify it or or, or or push people out of it because it's think, thought of as a pure monetary. There's lots of ways to create value. And that's really what I'm hearing come through and everything you're saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I just had recently an uh, example of, of a couple, a law firm reach out and say, hey, we, it's going to be pretty hard with all the partners to agree on giving maybe money. We're not, no, no one's ever happy, right? With how much money their company makes for Christ's sakes. It sucks. Especially <laughs> partners, you know, uh, that guy that still wants his BMW. But, um, but what they said is, Hey, what if a group of us, what if a few of us at the office want to donate our time to give yeah. legal advice to these single parents dealing with issues? And I'd said that is an example. I know what I pay per hour for these lawyers. If, God forbid, if you could donate your time to a single mom with three kids who's dealing with a legal issue, that is worth thousands that she can't afford. That is the best thing you could do. It's better than giving a check. Giving your skill set back to Dean performing or hopefully a bunch of these other Canadian artists we want to see there. Um, Comes to the party, pours his heart out. He goes and visits and helps these places, raises as much as he can, you know. It doesn't have to always be writing a check. It's do you have skills that can help others? Then you've done your part. Well, lifts people up. Mm. Yeah, uh, Brett. What's the best way for people to get a hold of you? You and I can go at this for hours, which we, we probably will once I hang up here. But what's the, what's the best way for people to reach out? To, you know, learn more. Any 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 of those things. Mm. Uh, oh man, probably find me online is easier with all the different companies. I have my simplest email is Brent at Omni Auto, and Omni okay. Auto is O M N I dot A U T O. Okay. That's it. That's all. Uh, that's that's the automotive marketing company. And then my cell, people can always text me. I won't answer the phone. I'm too fucking busy. But uh, 250-961-5254. They can nice. text me 
And I will always make time to help people that want to help others, right? If people will commit to helping others, I'll help, whether that's grow your company. Recently, a 3D printing young group guys came to me. I brought them into the mama's warehouse. We donated. They're helping mamas now. They're running the warehouse. They're donating toys and they're donating cash. Those guys came and said, Brent, can you help us? And it's been fucking exponential. And I'm going to help them blow that company up. It's going to be massive because they have the fucking right heart. So, yeah. So, <laughs> all right, challenge. Uh, I love it. I love that you threw it out there. Um, also, Brent Brent Marshall Commercial I was just on you. Lots of good webs. It, it, just really nice, simple, clean website. Easy to find information on you on there. So, for people, and it's got a list of some of the charities you support. It's on there as well. So, well, man, we're gonna put this out to the world. Let, let give more people a taste of the of of taste of what it what it could be like if you maybe look at uh, you know if you're doing it, do more. And if you're not doing it, you need to get off your ass and start doing it. <laughs> 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 this, is my, this, is my, this is my closing point. <laughs> Brent, that was, good chat. that was good chat with you, man. Always enjoy our conversations. Love your passion and love what you do, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. This is a blast. Share, share the message, man. The more people, the better. 